Hi babes, hello and welcome to the Cafe Binge Podcast. I've got to say, I had no clue when I woke up this morning that I was going to record a podcast, but as intuition would have it, I just, you know when you get the gut feeling, like hop on, pop on, do the thing. So here I am in my little office recording studio, and I just wanted to share with you all what I've been doing throughout this self-quarantine time and how I've been moving through the COVID-19 outbreak while striving to stand my ground. And what I mean by standing my ground is holding true to what I know to be true and what I believed to be true prior to the virus outbreak and all of this self-distancing and all of this fear and all of this stress because it's pretty freaking easy to live this life where you're promoting and preaching all about love and light and living a high vibe life. It's easy, it's pretty easy to do it in regular life, right? But when life gets real and when a worldwide panic ensues and this mass hysteria is unleashed, I've found that it gets a little harder. It gets a little bit harder to not be a sheep. That's that's what I call it, to be a sheep and to be in the flock and running, like running from here to there with all the other sheep and believing all of the fear and all of the stories, that's a little bit trickier. It's a little bit trickier to hold your ground and to still hold your like light and love and like everything is good attitude when life gets scary and especially when there's an earthquake that happens. I live in Utah and a couple days ago we had an earthquake which is just another like energetic ball we've got to juggle, right? But all I'm saying is that when life is good, it's it's really easy to like preach about living intuitively and trusting your inner wisdom and living with love because when you're living in the frequency of love, you can't feel fear, right? And being present in that, being present in this like loving energy. But like when everyone is scared and when all of the news that we're hearing is really, really like dismal, really heartbreaking news, it's hard to hold your frequency there. It's hard to stand your ground there. But I think that's the point of all of this because it's easy to have faith when you can see the end result, right? But the point of faith is believing in something that you have no physical evidence of. And so when these kinds of things happen, I think this is where we have to flex our muscles a little bit, right? It's it's a workout. And it's where we have to choose, choose to focus our awareness and focus our attention 
on the things that we know to be true and to look for evidence of those things, right? Because it's easy to find evidence right now of the things that we need to be afraid of, right? It's harder to find evidence of truths that we feel like things are always working out for us and the universe has our back. It's harder to find evidence of that in times like these, but I think that's the point. So I just wanted to share some things that I've been doing that have been helping me to stand my ground and to stand my ground in what I feel like a deep knowing, what I feel to be true. And if something was true for me before this COVID-19 outbreak, it still has to hold true even now, even now. And this is the time where I get to flex that faith muscle a little bit. So here's what I'm doing and I'm hoping, I'm hoping that it can just help any of you guys who are struggling a little bit and struggling to find your ground too, right? So the first thing that has really helped me throughout all of this is that understanding that life is a mirror. Our life's experiences are mirrors for what's going on within us, right? Everything is being mirrored back to us. And so I've chosen to see this mass hysteria and this outbreak and this disaster basically as a mirror and really, really, really being honest about what it's bringing up in me. What is it bringing out in me? How is this being mirrored or reflected back to me? And what is it showing me? What is it showing me about what hasn't healed yet in me? Because when fear pops out, it's showing you an unhealed part of you. So, What I've noticed is I'm not as concerned about the virus. I'm just not. I know that our bodies are self-healing organisms and that healing is the natural order. I'm not worried about the virus. What has been stressing me out, my experience throughout all of this, is other people and being really judgmental of them. And that's what it's been showing in me. When I can look at it and reflect on the emotions coming out in me throughout all of this mass hysteria, it's judgment. I've been really judgmental of people first who were hoarding all of the toilet paper and the Clorox wipes and the stores being like insanely busy with like grocery carts piled high with people preparing for the apocalypse when I just needed to like go to the store to get regular groceries because we were out of them. Um, That's what really bothered me and I got really judgmental. And also on the flip side, people who are really, really lax about about the situation and people that are still socializing and going to the mall and going to the movies and not practicing social distancing, I got really judgmental about that. So the first thing that's really helped me is to bring awareness to it, not just like feeling the stress and being stressed out and feeling the resentment of these people and the judgment 
and just like hanging out in that energy, but noticing it, bringing awareness to it, and then figuring out what parts of me are still unhealed, right? What parts need some healing? And then going in and doing the work and focusing on compassion that every single human is just doing the best that they can with what they know and it's not my job. Like I have no business judging anyone and once I could let that go and really figure out what was going on and what was mine, like what was mine to keep and to deal with and what was the other stress that wasn't mine, like I didn't need to hold the world's stress and deal with it but really take responsibility for mine and then deal with it and heal it. And once I could heal it, then I was able to exist with a lot lighter of a perspective of everyone dealing with this in different ways. Like it's not my responsibility to be a shepherd and like deal with all of these different sheep dealing with life in different ways. Like that's not my job. My job is just to love and to have compassion. That's it. The second thing that I want to bring up is that I've seen a lot of Instagram posts um, from people saying it's like right for you to process this in the way that you need to process this and like every emotion is valid And it's not all about light and love and divine timing and things like that. And I totally get it. I absolutely get it. Absolutely. As human beings, we have all of the emotions. We have all of them. We really, really, really do. And we're meant to be emotional beings and to feel emotions. And I think it's important to feel the emotions. Otherwise, you just have trapped emotions that live out in your body, right? And if you've ever read like Louise Hay or anyone else who believes that dis-ease are emotions that haven't been dealt with that are lodged in your body. Um, so absolutely process and feel all of the emotions. Feel the fear, but don't hang out there. Feel the fear, feel the stress, feel the upset, the unnerving feelings but move through them, cycle through them, process them because we are emotional beings and we are meant to feel all of them, but we're also meant to process them. And it's hard to process them if you don't first acknowledge them, but move through them, like move through them, feel the fear and fear is valid, but process it, process it and move through it because I can tell you it doesn't do any good to hang out there for long periods of time. It doesn't do you good. It doesn't do your body good, your immune system good. It doesn't do the world as a collective whole any good if this mass population of people are all hanging out in fear um, and so much lack and scarcity mindset and stress. It doesn't do anyone good. So absolutely feel all the feelings, like feel them all, process the heavy energy and then move through it. Like whether that's physically moving your body and like shaking it off, dancing it off, like 
moving the heavier energy out of your system um, just like animals do, just like a dog does, right? When they get knocked over, when they're playing outside with another dog and they roll over and they get up and they shake it off. Or I know that when my dog gets up from a nap, he shakes it off before he walks away. Um, just as animals do. Animals, which are so tied to nature, as are we, we are a part of nature, are so intuitive, right? They're so tapped into what they need. And when they experience the heavy energy, they shake it off. They just shake it off. I think as humans, we forget how natural it is to do this and we're not moving our bodies and like dancing around and shaking it off as much as maybe our ancestors did. I don't know. Um, when I think back on this past week and in Utah, we experienced an earthquake a couple days ago, like a 5.7 earthquake and which is just like adding to all of the stress, right? But um, when I think to this earthquake, when I think on the earthquake, and I had mentioned this in my Instagram, but even now, you guys, like even throughout all of this, I still feel held. I still feel held by the universe and by nature and by God. And when it happened, it just felt like this same concept that there's a whole lot of heavy energy and that energy can neither be created nor destroyed, just transferred, right? And it just felt like this response that the earth had and the earth having this soul, like mother earth and her shaking it off. Like this, this earthquake was her just like shaking it off, like shaking off the heavy energy. And so as the energy has felt heavy for me, because I'm not immune to all of this, like I'm dealing with it and processing it on my own and learning how to stand my ground even throughout all of this, when things feel heavy and when I feel a literal heaviness in my body, I shake it off. Like I shake it off when I feel fear, when I feel stress, when I feel any emotion that feels low vibe to me, when it feels like a low frequency emotion. I'm not shying away from that. I'm not trying to shut it down. I'm listening to it. I'm asking it questions. I'm trying to figure out what I'm afraid of. And then I try to just move it out and to shake it off, right? I think it's just also important to know that we feel emotions because of the thoughts that we're thinking, right? We have a thought and then that thought stirs emotions within us. So if you don't like the emotions that you're feeling, choose different thoughts. Choose different thoughts. So going back to what I just said, when I feel certain emotions and they don't feel like good emotions, they feel heavy, I ask the questions of, okay, what's behind this? What thoughts have I been thinking that caused these emotions? And then when I can get in touch with the thought and look at what the fear is telling me, then I'm able to choose different thoughts. For example, like it feels like the world is ending. Like that's a fear thought of like, ooh, it feels like everything's just ending. I don't know. It feels like, yeah, it's just the end of everything as we know it. And like when I think in that energy, it doesn't feel good. I don't feel good emotions in my body. I get that like heavy gut feeling. So when I feel that, stop, look at it. Okay, okay, that's what that's about. You feel like the world is ending. 
And then I'm able to remind myself what I truly know, like on a soul level, I, what my intuition knows, what my inner wisdom knows, that the world isn't ending. And then I remind myself of certain truths. I remind myself through affirmations or mantras or just talking to myself, just talking myself through it that even now, like even now you're held, even now the universe has your back, even now you are seen by God, even now you are connected, even now all good things are coming to you, even now things are working out in your highest good. And I remind myself of the things that I know, that I have a deep knowing of, that I knew before all of this pandemic hit because they have to be true now as well. The next thing that I've been doing is just remembering that everything is energetic and vibrational in nature. If you are like a client or one of my course members, you know how much I talk about this, that every single thing, every single thing is made up of energy and energy is all different. All things are vibrating at a different frequency and some of those are higher than others. And so I've just been focusing on high vibe things. Um, Another way of saying this is I've just been staying close to the things that feel light, the things that feel like light, the things that feel like love. And one of the things that doesn't, like no matter when, it never does, is watching the news or reading the news, or paying attention to it, or looking at Instagram accounts that are reporting the news, it doesn't feel good. It never feels like a high vibe thing. And so I remind myself of another truth that I held even before all of this, that everything I need to know will be revealed to me. And I trust it. I trust that things will be revealed to me when I need to know them. And it's not my job to watch the news. I don't need to do that. So this means um, leaving my phone. I'll put my phone in my sock drawer and I won't touch it for a long time, maybe a whole day. I just don't want to touch my phone. Um, It can also look like muting certain um, social media accounts that don't feel high vibe. They just don't. And then that's protecting your energy. It can also look like having a boundary. If someone around you is super like hyper focused on reading the news and reporting it back to you and it doesn't feel good it doesn't feel good in your body to have them reporting it to you all the time to set a boundary for that to say like hey it's not doing me any good to hear this right now so don't worry about reading this article to me like I just need some space from all of it set a boundary for yourself if the news if the tv is always on at your house go to a different room protect your energy protect your energy it can also look like um like family group threads I feel like that's a big one and just silencing the thread like I feel no obligation to respond to every text message that comes to me I just don't protect your energy And stay close to the things that feel like love and that feel like light. Another thing that's helped me is recognizing that nature wins, you guys. Like, nature always wins. And for a really long time, I feel like nature, like Mama Earth, has been hurt and disrespected and 
we haven't been paying attention to all of the all of the cries, all of the red flags that have been coming up. Um, I'm sure we've all heard stories about the bee populations dying. And if that happens, it means we're not going to have anything to pollinate all of our plants, which means we're not going to have any food. And we've heard stories of um, all of our soil in the U.S. being so depleted. And if you have depleted soil that is no longer having all of the necessary minerals and nutrients in it, then you can't grow food. Um, And just pollution and all of the like chemicals and pesticides and herbicides, all of these different things, climate change, like, and we just haven't listened. And when all of this happened, it just felt like nature wins. Like there's been so many different populations and civilizations throughout the earth's history and the one constant is that earth is okay and earth restores itself and we can see like we can see I'm sure you guys have seen all the images of China's pollution like totally dissipating after their quarantine or the canals in Italy and Venice being so clear, and dolphins, like dolphins swimming through through the canals, um, or ducks swimming in the Trevi Fountain. And I just think about how good having humans away for a second to get Earth back into balance. I just think that Earth needed a break, and Earth knew that we needed a break. We're so stressed out all of the time. Humans are go, go, go and hustle and bustle and stressed out. And our nervous systems are shot. Our adrenals are fatigued. Our hormones are all off. Our sleeping is wonky. Like humans aren't very healthy right now. And I think even now the universe has our back and there's a plan to everything and even though it feels like destruction there's a bigger plan there's a bigger plan and something bigger is going on and to me it feels like nature's healing and with her us as well so I've chosen I've chosen to see this time as healing as nature healing as the world healing as our bodies healing and as our relationships with our inner beings healing because we're forced to go within. We're forced to isolate ourselves and to finally have to be alone with ourselves and to figure out all of our fear and our crap and our shadows and all of the things that feel scary that we are distracted from when we don't have to be alone and isolated all the time. All of a sudden, our fear starts showing up when we spend time alone in silence, right? Silence is scary for humans. Silence is scary for our minds. Our minds are going full speed all of the time. Our egos are going full speed all of the time. So silence and stillness feels unnerving, And I think that's the point. I think it could be all about coming back home, coming back home to yourself, um, reconnecting with yourself, reconnecting with nature. It's been so beautiful to see 
that because people can't spend time together socially, they're going into nature. They're venturing out into nature. We can't go to the mall anymore. We can't go to the movie theater. We can't go to Disneyland or on vacation. And so we're going to the park and we are retreating to the mountains and we are reconnecting with nature. And it just feels like it's time to heal. It feels like there's this mass healing going on that's bigger than healing from a virus. It feels like it's time to connect and to connect with our intuition, with our soul, with our inner wisdom, and to find our purpose, to find our true purpose. Because I was talking to my sister about this this morning. I had called her and I had asked what she was doing and she said that she was grading papers because she teaches online at a university and she was telling me about this other work that she's been doing and how that's been halted and that maybe they're just going to ask all of the employees to do the work from home and I was telling her like maybe we all come out of this and really figure out what's important and what's not and we all just start saying no to the things that we've been playing for so long and the hustle and bustle we've been putting up with for so long and it just feels like maybe we all come out of this knowing ourselves a little bit more and really like finding our purpose and our passion and our why of why we came here and maybe in all of the stillness and in all of the silence once we can deal with all of the fear and the noise and learn how to heal that maybe we come out of this just connected to us and through that connection we're able to live this like really soul driven life and we're able to live from passion and purpose And no longer like work in jobs that we hate or do the things that we hate. Maybe all of this isolation shows us more of us and the truth with us. So I've been using this time to quiet down, to recenter myself and to really figure out if I am right now living the life that I came here to live and I'm using this time to reconnect with my inner wisdom and to receive intuitive messages and something that I've been doing that maybe you guys want to start trying maybe you want to start trying because you have the time now is writing letters to my inner wisdom so what I do is I take out a piece of paper And I close my eyes and I take a few deep breaths, breathing in and holding it and then breathing out, breathing in and holding it and doing this breathing until I feel calmed, until my mind has switched off and is still because in the present moment, you can access intuition. Intuition doesn't exist in the future or the past it exists right now and conversely your ego like your busy scared mind it cannot exist in the present moment it can't it's always worried about the future or trying to reevaluate the past and feel bad about the past but it's never in the present so when you breathe and when you center yourself And when you silence your mind, 
And when you offer it some stillness, you can access the intuition. And once I feel calmed and once I feel centered, I can drop into my heart space and on a piece of paper, I'll just start writing questions. And they can be really simple questions. They can be yes or no questions, but I connect with that deeper place within me. And when I'm in contact with that soul part of me and my soul is connected to the truth of everything, to source, to God, to love, to light, to everything, when I can connect with that deeper place in me, I can really find out the truth and I can ask my inner wisdom, inner wisdom, do I need to be afraid right now? Do I need to be afraid? And my inner wisdom will say, no, you don't need to be afraid. Because the truth is like your soul's not afraid. Your soul's not afraid of what's going on right now. Your soul's not freaked out about the economy. Your ego is, your mind are, but your soul's not. Your soul knows that everything will be okay. And I'll sit and I'll write on this paper for, I could do it for an hour, just writing questions and then waiting for just a message to come through that's always full of peace, that's always calm. And it just comes to my mind like, soft little words and I'll write them down so that's what I've been doing I've been using the time to get in touch with my soul and to figure out the truth of everything and then also to figure out if I'm living the life right now that I came here to live am I living my soul's blueprint and if not where's the gap and how can I adjust it my focus has also been on just existing in joy and doing what my soul would find joy in whether that is coloring in a coloring book like for the sake of no other reason than it sounds fun or cooking something in the kitchen kitchen just for the sake of it being fun and it being a fun experience this whole self-distancing has been great because it forces us to slow down And we don't need to be busy all of the time running errands and we can really find our way back to just like simple pleasures, like simple pleasures of like laying on the grass and looking up at the cloud and like tickling your arm, just like reconnecting with nature, reconnecting with yourself, like sitting on the front porch and just like drinking some water and looking around. There is so much beauty found in stillness and in slowing down. And my advice is just to slow down and see where that takes you and have joy be your only guiding light. Like asking your soul, what would bring you joy right now? What would bring us joy? And what are we curious about? Is there anything that's sparking some curiosity in you? And following that, this is such a great time to just start reading all the books that we've been like hoarding on our shelves. I have so many books on my bookshelf in my office and the best of intentions and reading them all, but they just accumulate. And like, how cool that I can just silence everything. I can put my phone away and I can just read a book, like just read a book and not have to worry about anything else, not have to worry about anything else. This time has been so special in just reconnecting to simple, quiet pleasures because we are surrounded with so much hectic energy all the time that without it, it feels really empty and really scary and really like leaning into it and challenging that has been so cool. Like challenging the silence 
and all of the isolation and not feeling so disconnected. It feels like you're really disconnected when you don't know your soul very well, when you don't know your inner being very well. And then once you're connected to that, spending time with that and like befriending, befriending your inner being and really creating this beautiful connection. So I've been taking a lot of baths, a lot of Epsom salt baths with, um, sometimes I will do peroxide in it, like literally like a whole bag of Epsom salts and a whole bottle of peroxide, like that brown bottle and just take like a nice hot detoxing bath and really, really, really committing to self-care, to really nurturing yourself because this is a scary time. And like how cool is it that we can self-nurture us? Like to really like hug yourself, to look in the mirror and like look in your eyes and be like, oh my gosh, this is scary. This is scary. And like have this conversation with your inner wisdom where your mind's like, this is scary. And your inner wisdom's like, I know, but everything's going to be okay. And like, I have your back. This is sounding silly, but I'm being so for real right now, you guys. The slowness and the isolation, I think, is calling us back to ourselves and calling us back home and reconnecting us to what matters and what's important so I would say lean into it like lean into it hard and don't be afraid of the stillness and don't be afraid of the silence anymore because we've been so distracted from it for so long that that's what feels scary it feels really scary to our minds to be that quiet but like it's just kind of cool even through all the ugliness and like the disaster and the sickness and the deaths that we've been given this break, this break to breathe and this break for the earth to breathe where we can just really recenter ourselves, right? So my advice is to commit, to commit to a practice, a daily practice that is getting you in touch with you, getting you in touch with your soul, whether that is moving your body intentionally and really focusing on every feeling in your body and really embodying the moment where you can feel, you can feel your soul in your body and you can really connect whether that is daily meditation, which I would highly recommend because when you're meditating, you are able to sit with yourself and you're able to distance yourself from your mind. Who Your mind is the one that is scared and is trying to figure things out and who is afraid of the unknown, but your soul is like, everything's okay. So when you can get away from your mind and just sit with your soul and sit in the silence and have a freaking break from the chatter of your mind, that's like vital. That's so vital. So daily meditation, daily movement, dance, move your body, jump up and down, like crawl around on the floor. I don't know. Just move your body. Get outside. Take a walk. Commit to a practice. Commit to a daily practice that will serve your highest self. I think very, very often the first things that we do each morning is look at our phone. We look at our phone because that's where our alarm clock is. So we like groggily turn over and grab our phone and look at it. And then we're sucked into like the black hole of the news and people texting us and messages and scary stories and just like chatter. There's so much chatter 
and opinions and stories and conspiracy theories and government stories and all of this chatter. There's no lack of information out there right now, but it's so heavy to carry. And so I would suggest the first thing in the morning is getting to you, getting back to you and not looking at your phone, whether that means sleeping with your phone outside of your room and putting it away, let it charge in another room. But first thing each morning, morning, just really taking time for you and getting yourself to a place of alignment where you are aligned with your soul and then dealing with your day from that place. I also think it's so fun that we do have this break and I don't think there's any shoulds. There's nothing you should be doing. Like you don't have to come out of this break with a six pack. You don't have to come out of this break as a master chef. You don't have to come out of this break having started a website or a podcast or created a product. But if there's something that your soul has been wanting to do for a long time, if you've been wanting to start something, Use the time. Use the time you've been given. Commit to it. There are gifts and silver linings even throughout all of the chaos. So figure out what the gift is for you. There's a gift in this for you. There are gains from this for you. And it doesn't have to be anything. There's no shoulds here. There's no shoulds. Your gift can be a break. Your gift can be rest. Your gift can be sleep. Your gift can be the acquaintance that you gain with yourself. The gift can be the appreciation that you gain for your friends, for having social interaction. Your gift can also be that you come out of this having known something more or learned something or read some books on something. But I don't think that the point of this all is to come out of the break that we are being forced to take, the earth is forcing us to take, and government is forcing us to take. I don't think that the point is to come out of it and have our phone say, you spent 75% more time on your phone than you did last week. Like, I don't think that that's the point. I don't. I really, really, truly don't. Use this time. Use it to learn something beautiful. If you guys are Glow Binge members for my first course, do the course again. Like relearn something, start a course, create a course. And speaking of courses, I told you guys that I'm coming out with this beautiful course and it's all about abundance and it's all about living in abundance and living in the perfect knowledge that the universe has your back and that there is a river of well-being flowing to everyone and the only reason you're not receiving the well-being is that you're cutting yourself off from it and it's about stepping into abundance and taking away the scarcity and the lack mindset from our lives and I think that this course is going to be vital right now when we are existing in scarcity and fear especially when I think that coming out of this break, we're going to want to attract more abundance and to be living in an abundance mindset, especially in a world where they're telling you the economy is going to tank and this and this and this. I love that this course that I have created, the message is that the universe is your bank account. Your bank account. The universe is your bank account and you're not here to compete 
You're not here to compete for all the things that have already been created. You are here to create. And you create from this universal energy. And there's no cap to that. There's no cap to abundance. There's no cap to well-being. And I'm so freaking excited. I'm so excited for you guys to have this course in your life. Originally, this course was going to launch today, Friday. And as intuition would have it, just like I didn't know I was going to be recording this podcast, I didn't know I wasn't going to be releasing this course today. What happened was last night, I kind of had a ping. I just like, I was preparing the course. I've been spending days, days, like in my office all day long, recording, typing, um, editing videos, all of that, and was feeling so buzzy, like so excited to give it to you. And last night I just went to bed and I kind of had this just like weird knowing, this weird knowing that tomorrow, which is today, wasn't going to be the launch date for the course. And I tried not to think about it too much because I just live by this mantra that everything I need to know will be revealed to me. And I just thought that like, okay, well in the morning, let me ask, like when I'm doing my meditation, let me ask, I'll ask if it's the right day. And so this morning I woke up and I went into my little Zen Den and I centered and I was doing breath work and then I just tapped in. I dropped into my heart space and I asked inner wisdom, intuition. Is today the best day to launch this abundance course? And it said, no. And I said, is it still in the highest good to release this course? And it said, yes. And I said, when? And then the answer that I got was, all will be revealed to you. So after that, what happened was I have this deck of like angel cards, like these angel goddess oracle cards. And after I've centered myself for the day, I love to just ask a question and pick a card. And so I did that. I asked a question and same thing. I said, it feels like I'm not launching the course today that I literally spent weeks preparing for. And I said, please send me a message. Like, please send me a message like full of truth and accuracy and love. And the message that I got was this card. Um, The name of it is Unog. And it says, easy does it. It says, there is no need to hurry or force things to happen. Everything is occurring in perfect timing. And it says, the message is this, nurturing a cause or a relationship is a long-term commitment and one that can't be rushed. This level of devotion comes from a place of deep loving and concern. Then it says this, I care, I care what happens to my planet and to my loved ones so much that I'm willing to stick with them through thick and thin. This isn't always easy, but to me, it's the only way to ensure that matters are resolved and healed. I listen to the passionate stirrings of my heart. I reach out and take action to let my loved ones know that I deeply care about them. I take action to spur on my pet causes. Never mind what other people think, you will benefit by carrying through with your priorities. You'll feel so good about yourself if you make time for the relationships and projects that truly count in your heart. Do what's important to you and do it with absolute devotion. But remember that there's no competition 
for your life's true purpose so there's no need to worry, hurry, or feel like you have to force things to happen. So this card, after this message, it says, make no sudden moves. Slow, steady progress is best now. Ease into your life instead of rushing. Anyway, so I got this message and it had never been so clear before. And so I started thinking about this abundance course. And at this point in my life, I'm so committed to intuitive messages and living from my soul's purpose that I don't really care what my mind says. So even though my mind was like, wait, but we we planned on this. We planned on releasing this day. Like, why did we spend so many hours and nights working on this? And my soul just said, it's not the right time. It's not the right time and it will be soon. But what came to me was that I wanted to help you all, all of the listeners of Cafe Binge, because I know that times are heavy. And so all of these ideas came to me of ways that I could help you guys, ways that I could help you dealing with the stress and dealing with the heavy energy and names started coming to me, names of people that I could collaborate with that could teach us all about ways to process the stress and move heavy energy throughout our bodies and out of our bodies so that we're able to stand our ground more. And so I started thinking about this weekend and it was going to be a launch weekend of this course, but I know that that's not in the highest good right now. And maybe that means I launch early next week. I don't know. All I know is that more than anything, I lead from intuition. And when the time is right, the time will be right. And when it's right for me, it'll be right for all of you because I truly know that this course is going to help so many people. The way that this course came and the information that came like channeled through me in such a synchronistic and divine way that I know it's for all of you. Like I know it. I absolutely do. And I know it's going to be the medicine that you need. But I think right now you all need a different medicine. And so I'm going to be working on things throughout the weekend that I can offer you to be able to help and to be able to lighten your energy. Anyways, you guys, I just wanted to get on here and tell you what's been happening. It's been kind of a wild day and it was kind of a little tricky move that the universe did with me, but I'm flowing with it. I'm absolutely flowing with it. And so I will keep you updated on everything that is happening. There's a lot of really cool, exciting things that I have in store that will come shortly And with this new abundance course coming, there is an offer that I'll be giving to those of you who are ready to sign up because I've gotten a lot of messages from you guys who want this, who want this knowledge, who want to figure out abundance, who no longer want to exist in scarcity and lack and fear. And so for those of you that are ready, I'll have an offer for you where you will get additional coaching and personal time with me if you are one of those who are ready to sign up. And I will reveal more about that at a later time, but I just wanted to hop on here and just like speak off the cuff. Like I had absolutely no plan on this or notes or anything. So I hope that it helped you. I hope that you're feeling even a little bit lighter. Know this though, babes, that the earth can heal. The earth has healed for 
millions of years. It knows how to heal and humans know how to heal as well. As well. And even though things seem absolutely insane, trust that you're always being held and you're always being watched and you have a team. You have spirit guides, you have angels, you have the universe, you have God, you have the whole non-physical community of light and love holding you and guiding you even now, even now, even now. So much good is going to come of this. We don't know what it is, but trust. Trust that there is, that even though you can see nothing with your eyes, there's no physical evidence to support this, but know and have faith that all good things are coming to you even still. I love you guys. I will share more with you as it flows and as it comes to me, and I will talk to you soon. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to the Cafe Binge Podcast. Until next time, may you notice all the wonderful, beautiful, binge-worthy parts of your day. Squeeze out every last drop, taste them, cherish them, because life was meant to be beautiful. Find me at cafebinge.com or on Instagram at cafebinge. Take me out to Cafe Binge tonight.